Hallelujah. We praise God. We praise God. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Let's just bless the Lord. Let's give him praise. Let's give him glory in the house of God. Oh, we worship you. Let's just tell him you are my strength just a couple of times. You are my strength when, when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all Seeking you lies a precious jewel. Lord, to give up, I'll be a fool. You are my all in all. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is God is good. No matter what's happening in my life and in your life, God is good. God is good before we're born. Yeah, we know he was, but he is good before we're born. He is good now, and he'll be good tomorrow. Hallelujah. And he proved how good he was, is, and will be 2,000 years ago. When our sins and sicknesses were laid on Jesus and he bore it for us. Hallelujah. He, he, he took our sins. He took our diseases upon him. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, what manner of love, what kind of love is this 
what what kind of unusual love is this that a man would die for his friends how much more god so scarcely for a righteous man would one even dare to die but god commended his love toward us in that whilst we were yet sinners christ died for us wow that's the gospel hallelujah and that's the greatest message ever is greater than a message of money. It's greater than the message of, of provision and promotion. The gospel is the greatest message that Jesus Christ came into this world and died on the cross. His blood was shed for our sins and he rose from the dead the third day for our justification. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to continue with such our powerful message on determinants. Determinants. I hope you and I are learning about determinants and we are practicing it. Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, our key or golden text. Hallelujah. And if we are really practicing this message or this message is benefiting us, we are doing things faster now. We are not procrastinating or delaying fast. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift or to the one who is with speed, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. So we began to talk about determinants that determine the course of our lives. The determinants we are talking about, we know that time and chance can negate them. We also know that the determinants, God's will or God's hand upon our lives would cause these determinants to flourish. But even if you and I have these determinants and we don't have God's hand, it will be vain, useless, void. Hallelujah or desolate, just not, nothing. But so we started to talk about the determinants. And the first determinant we talked about is speed. Meaning that you and I must always act quickly. Don't act tomorrow. Something that needs to be done, we do it now. The Bible says, now is the day of salvation. Harking unto the God, the Lord, harden not your heart. We always hear about hearkening to the Lord. Then we hear, harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Today, not tomorrow. Hallelujah. So, so salvation must be done quickly. Don't wait till you've sorted your problems out. Your problems actually will be sorted out when you are saved. Hallelujah. Things you and I need to do to progress, we do it now. If there is something you and I need to do, do it now. What is there that we need to do to progress now? Don't do it tomorrow. If you need to start something, start it now. If you need to enjoy your life, enjoy it now. If you need to buy something nice for yourself, buy it when? Now. Don't wait till later on. Buy it now. Hallelujah. Just don't break the bank. <laughs> Hallelujah. Buy it now doesn't mean that you borrow it. Many people borrow things through credit card. Anytime you swipe your credit card, you are borrowing. People have borrowed underwear. People have borrowed uh, 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 pants or trousers, like the African will say. I'm used to saying trousers, shoes, suits, uh, uh, iPads. People borrow it. But we are talking about buying, buying cash. Bu buy what you need to buy. Hallelujah. 
buy things you've worked hard buy it just don't break the bank and don't borrow it yeah. glory hallelujah so act quickly speed nice 2nd Corinthians 6 to 4 he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted and in a day of salvation ha have I succored thee behold now is the acceptable time behold now is the day of salvation not tomorrow now so speed and then we also began to talk about what strength and we said that strength is very important because the Christian or a person needs strength hallelujah to be able to withstand certain things and a Christian has strength and God will give them strength the Bible says the righteous are strong the righteous are bold like a lion the Bible says in Daniel let's look at Daniel 11 9 11 the Bible says for they that do know their God shall display strength strength shall display what strength no let me get it is it not Daniel hallelujah they for the people who do know their God shall display strength and take action Daniel eleven thirty two or thirty one. Let's look at from thirty one. Daniel eleven thirty one. The arms shall and arms shall stand on his path, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and shall take away daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. Verse thirty two. And arms uh, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people who do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Look at verse 32 in NASB. Shall be strong and do exploits. But the people who know their God will display strength and take action. So strength is important. When we know God, we will display strength and take action. Then we are now going to talk about the third determinant. The third determinant. And the third determinant, let's read Ecclesiastes 9-11 again. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise. The third determinant is wisdom. Bread to the wise. May you and I have wisdom. Bible says wisdom answers all things. Look, when you have wisdom, all problems are solved. Every problem is solved through wisdom. The Bible says that God possessed wisdom when he created the universe. Wisdom is personified in Proverbs. Wisdom. And it is those who love wisdom and embrace wisdom that will get wisdom. It's not everyone who gets wisdom. But it's those who embrace wisdom, who love wisdom, who get it. And then Colossians chapter 2, look at this from 2 to 3. Colossians chapter 2. It talks about the fact that Jesus Christ is uh, in him is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Let's start from verse 2. But it's verse 3 we're looking for. Very good. Hallelujah. That their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge, acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, 
and of Christ in whom, of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are in Christ. And the Bible says, when you read Proverbs and you read about wisdom, it, 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 it is very powerful. The Bible says, through wisdom, princes rule. People rule through wisdom. God had wisdom, and it was through wisdom that he created the universe. And the Bible says that Jesus Christ is both the wisdom of God and the power of God. Think about it. Christ, both the wisdom and the power. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, it's very important. So, wisdom is very important. The Bible says, in all you're getting, the principal thing to get is what? Wisdom. So, it means the first ranking thing. It means when you are getting things, get the thing that ranks first. And that's Proverbs 4, 7. Beautiful. The thing that ranks first, get that one. So, it means if you want to get a house, you want to get a wife. You want to get a husband. You want to get a job. Get wisdom first. Hallelujah. Because when you have wisdom, the Bible says a house is built through wisdom and understanding is established. A job is kept and you are promoted and you do well through wisdom. So the Bible is saying wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Yeah. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. Because wisdom is important. And then after getting wisdom, make sure you get understanding also. Why? Because the house is built through wisdom. But So it means that you, you build a house through wisdom. But after building the house, you need to keep the house. And it's understanding that keeps the house. But wisdom are just the principles of the Bible. Following Jesus Christ is wisdom. Because he is wisdom. When you follow Jesus Christ without understanding you build your house, you build your home, you build your life, you build your health, you build your, your career, you build your business, you build anything you want to build. But to establish it for a long-lasting establishment, you need understanding. So wisdom is very important. That's why the Bible says wisdom is also one of the determinants. Hallelujah. Neither yet bread to the wise. So now let's go into wisdom. Wisdom determines your position and rank in your nation. I, I, I don't expect us to just want to have rank in at work. That small building. Or have rank in your home only. Or in your city. But God wants us to have businesses. God wants us to have prominence. God wants us to have influence over nations, or rather in, 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 in your nation, meaning that you are someone who is known, you are someone who is respected, you are someone who has influence in your nation. It doesn't have to even be political, just nation, just people around. When you look at Benin, he has influence over in, 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 in nations. When you look at our, our prophet, he has influence in nations, especially in, in Ghana. Hallelujah. So you will see that wisdom gives you a rank and a position in your nation. What do you think? Look at Genesis chapter 41, verse 38 and 30 to 41. Genesis 41, 38 to 41. So I want us to now stop thinking in my church only. 
Think about Pakistan. Amen. Think about India. Think about China. Think about Ukraine. Think about uh, 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 Indonesia. Think about Malaysia. Think national. Think America, not just your city. Think Tanzania, not just the your city where you live. Not just Nairobi. Think about Kenya. But that comes through wisdom. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God had showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. That's through wisdom. Only on the throne. Wisdom puts people above. You realize that it was through Joseph's wisdom that Pharaoh put him at the highest level. So even Pharaoh himself will be under Joseph unless he's on the throne. Hey. Yeah. Only upon the throne. Let's go back to verse 41. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. Wow. Through wisdom. I see wise people sitting down and watching. Joseph's wisdom determined who he became in the land of Egypt. Through wisdom, you and I will become important people in our countries. Look at Proverbs 4.8. Exalt her. Wisdom is personified as a her. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou doest embrace her. Wow. Exalt wisdom. Magnify wisdom. Make wisdom the principal thing. So sometimes, my, my kids sometimes think I'm insulting them when I say pray for wisdom. When I say pray, fast that God will give you wisdom. It's not as an insult because I am trying to pray for wisdom myself. We are all praying. So it's not an insult when I say pray for wisdom. Because when you get wisdom, you are, you are, you are, you are golden. You are golden. That's what the Bible says in James. In fact, keep it here. We'll come back here. Proverbs 4, 8. Let me just take you to James chapter 1. Let's look at from verse 5. And we'll come back to Proverbs 4, 9. I want to show you something. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally and does not withhold and it shall be given him. But it is given to the person who has acknowledged they don't have. Anyone who feels they have will not ask in a certain way. But when you know that you don't have wisdom, and wisdom, when you read Proverbs, wisdom is for those who are seeking and embracing and desire wisdom more than anything. Those are the people who get it. But 
Even Solomon, when he asked for wisdom, he learned wisdom and learned through wisdom the things. So he studied to get more wisdom. He studied the wisdom that he got from God. And that's what made him the wisest man on earth. So if any lack wisdom, so I tell God I lack wisdom. Let him ask. Because if you have wisdom, you've solved, your problems are solved. If you have wisdom, if you have Jesus, you have wisdom. Let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and does not reprimand or does not abrade, does not say, why are you asking? No, you shouldn't ask. He does not abrade. He gives to all men liberally. Now let's go back to Proverbs 4.8. What do you think? Wisdom is the principal thing. Exalt wisdom. And wisdom will promote you. She, wisdom, will promote you when you exalt her. It means that when you lift wisdom up, meaning, of course, the Bible says wisdom is the word. The Bible says that wisdom is the Bible. The Bible is wisdom. There's nothing in wisdom except the Bible. The Bible, when you read, when you read the Bible, the Bible says, and you get wisdom through the Bible. The word of God is wisdom. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So exalt wisdom or exalt the cool glory. Exalt wisdom or exalt the word, and the word will promote you. Wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will bring you to honor. When you embrace wisdom, anyone who embraces wisdom, anyone who exalts wisdom, anyone who, 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 who loves wisdom would get wisdom and will be promoted. And I said what? And will be brought to honor. Oh, hallelujah. I see people who are honored. You see, wisdom is going to set people from zero to hero. There's someone I, I, I met on the streets. We met on the streets. And I said, God is going to turn you from zero to hero. By his wisdom. Without wisdom, you're going nowhere. Without wisdom, you stay in zero. You can't go even to one. How much more hero? Without wisdom can make someone prominent. Wisdom can promote where you are at the highest level. Wisdom. What do you think? Yeah. But it comes to those who exalt. Look at it in NLT. It comes to those who exalt wisdom. It means you have to put wisdom at a prize. If you prize wisdom, she shall make you great. Embrace her and she, shall, she will honor you. So when you prize wisdom, when you put wisdom at the pedestal, when you, when you make wisdom big or important, wisdom will promote you and make you great. And when you embrace wisdom, you, you embrace wisdom in your bosom. When you're embracing, you are embracing. Phoebe, come. When you are embracing, quickly. When you are embracing wisdom, when you embrace, embrace. This, this is what it means to embrace. But what am I doing? The person is on my bosom, embracing your, bo- your bosom. It's like tight. You are holding tight wisdom. And you are not letting wisdom go. Because it didn't say embrace for a short time. Embrace. So you embrace wisdom. You embrace the word. Glory. <laughs> Number two. Wisdom determines your ability to stay in an elevated position. 
there are people who are at a, a high level and are brought down so fast. There are some people who are promoted, but they don't last in their promotion. But I know of someone who was promoted and behaved wisely and was therefore promoted the more. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 13 to 15. First Samuel 18, 13. Finally Saul, therefore Saul removed from him and made him his captain over a thousand and he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. So the king had put David in charge of some people. Let's go back to verse uh, 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 13. So, therefore Saul, therefore Saul removed him from him and made him his captain over a thousand. So when David was made a captain over a thousand, the Bible says that David behaved himself wisely. It means that when you, you see that many people are promoted, as soon as they are promoted, then they stop behaving themselves wisely or doing the things they did that got them the promotion. What do I mean by that? Someone has been promoted to become a, a, a bank manager or to become a pastor or to become a reverend or to become a bishop. And then the, 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 the humility and the wise behavior that led them to become the pastor or to become the leader of the group or to become the leader in the, the company. That same wisdom, um, are you hearing what I'm saying? Or that same behavior, that same behavior, they stop doing that thing because they are now at a higher level. Many people do that. Oh, in the past, you listen. When your boss says something, yes, boss, thank you, I'll do it. Now you are at a higher level. So when your boss, I'm talking about at work, when your boss says the same thing, you now start to challenge. Of course, you, it's very important at work. If you don't, I can't say challenge, but if you don't bring your opinion, you are not going to be even be promoted, even not even to, uh, uh, you won't be promoted anywhere. Because they like people to bring contributions, to bring ideas. The more ideas you bring, the better you do at work. When there are team meetings and you're always quiet, you hardly get promotions. But when you are always talking, even if some of the things you are saying don't make sense, yeah. <laughs> when you are always talking, you are at an advantage. I learned that. So, whatever you were doing, so David was promoted to be captain over a thousand people. And instead of him becoming pompous, instead of him becoming proud, the Bible says that he behaved himself wisely. Then the Bible says, I should keep reading it, then the Bible says that David went in and out amongst the people and he was flowing with the people as if he was their co-equal. He was not behaving as if he was the leader. Some people are friends. It's amazing. Take it that we are all friends. We have run around together. We play around together. We are friends. 
And then one of, I become a pastor. Now that I'm a pastor, we who were friends and I was getting counsel from you, now I want to lord over you. That's not behaving wisely. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Because we're all brothers and sisters. Rather, you should behave like the big brother or big sister and not behave as if you are the Lord. Does that make sense? That's because they are not behaving themselves wisely. But the Bible says that David, when he was promoted to be captain over the people, the Bible says that David behaved himself wisely and was going in and out from amongst the people and relating with them as brothers. And the Bible says because of that, Saul was eyeing him. And then the Bible says that and David behaved himself wisely. And then God promoted him again to be leader over the army. And the Bible says he behaved himself even more wisely. So wisdom gives us promotion. Wisdom elevates us. Because when you and I are acting in wisdom, we are not changing the things we're doing. Through wisdom, whatever God has given to you and I will be preserved. I, I, it's, it's amazing how people change. Maybe someone, somebody used to, a, a person maybe is very calculated, I mean very, very frugal. Very, very frugal. And because of their frugality, God has been able to cause them to have a lot of, of finances. And then they get another job. And then they now stop the frugality. That's not behaving yourself wisely. Then they start buying anything they want. No. Whatever you did that gave you that income, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. But many people change their behavior. Someone uh, 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 is working and maybe you are only able to spend maybe $1,500 a month. Because you have 1800 and you only are able to save 200 plus or minus. So, in general, you are breaking even. And then you get a job that's giving you $5,000 more a month. Most people will not behave themselves wisely. What do most people do? They'll upgrade, they'll just upgrade everything. So, from 1500 a month, you are ma eight, making 1800 and you are saving about 200 when people now start earning 5000 a month, they upgrade to maybe four, five, four, four, eight. Yeah. And then the four, eight, because it's four, eight, now the bills and the extras and the, 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 the monthly things are more. So before you realize, you don't have. And you have a very nice car, but you can't buy gas. But you are earning 5000 more because they did not behave themselves wisely. But a wise person will say, that I was earning eighteen hundred, and I was saving. I was spending fifteen hundred. Now I'm earning five thousand. I'm going to sp uh, just upgrade to maybe two thousand, and save the rest. Imagine you are saving three thousand a month. You are able to survive, and we are we are comfortable. You didn't have your wants. You you didn't have your your wants. You had your needs, and you're able to save comfortably. If you are able to save that $3,000 a month in a year, how much will it be? $36,000. Two years, 72. 
many people can even buy a house. You, you understand? But this person will rent a very expensive place or buy a very expensive place and foreclose eventually. Because the, the, the likelihood of foreclosing is very, very high. It's only less than 33%. I think that I'm very high in the 33. Less than 33% of people who have mortgages are able to finish paying the mortgage. Yeah. That's why we are talking about behaving wisely. So imagine you are able to save or you are able to stop spending on credit what God will do with you in the future. How elevated you will be. You will be able to own houses. It's better to own four small houses than own a big house which you foreclose eventually. Because when you own the four houses and you are renting them out, you'll be able to make money to buy that house eventually and buy it off. Because I've just shown you 5,000. But look, people are making a lot of money. Some people are making 10,000 a month, 15,000 a month, 20,000 a month, 25,000 a month. Not a, a month. So imagine you are making 25,000 a month. And you, are, you, 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 you have like a $500,000 home. You've not even saved yet. Versus saving a lot of that money and buying. You probably realize you, are, you, you, you own 20, 30 houses. Wisdom. Wisdom. Isaiah 33, 6. So wisdom gives the ability to stay in an elevated position. Look, I, there are some people. Look, you see, there are some people who make a lot of money, but even though they make a lot of money, they spend the money on rent and cars. And when they lose their job for three months, they will go under. They lose everything. Whilst the money they were earning, if they were able to downsize and save it, they could even be able to lose, sustain themselves for a year without a job. It is confounding. What about the person who was working? Had a home, 300K thousand, sold it, had a cash. I mean, what? of course, with equity and everything, $300 in your hands. 300,000, sorry, in your hands. Now, a wise person would have done a lot with that money. <laughs> but do you know what someone did? This person put the 300,000 as a down payment for a $800,000 home. Yeah it's, yeah, it's funny, I tell you. 
and when he lost his job and the market was bad, he lost his investments. They got changed. I tell you. I tell you. That's what I'm saying, that wisdom. But thank God we have some wisdom in this church even. And this church, we don't believe in borrowing and these things. Many people feel we don't believe in owning homes. We just don't believe in a mortgage thing, but we believe in owning homes. There's so many people have owned homes because of wisdom. Isaiah 33, 6. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times to stabilize you and I. And strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So wisdom, of course, these are meaty things. But we'll just take the first one. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. Wisdom and knowledge will stabilize you where you are. Will sustain thee. Oh, glory to God. Will sustain thee. Psalm 91 verse 14. I said will sustain thee. Amen. You and I will be sustained. Amen. Because he hath set his, in fact, NASB, thank you. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high. Because he hath known my name. Securely. Securely. There is a securely on high that God has for you and I. Because people can go high, but be brought down. I remember this Nick Leeson, Barron's Bank. I don't know if any of you remember. He was doing very well. He, he and his wife had a lot of money. Mansions, made, I mean, a lot of money. And then he had this Barron's Bank. Derivatives, I think. Swaps or interest rates. Or the, the, the derivative products. He, he, he went from up to down. And went to jail. Lost everything. There are some people, Lloyds of Lond London, insurance, bro brokerage, I mean, it was, the, it was the biggest or one of the biggest, largest insurance uh, uh, range, uh, insuring insur insurers or whatever, uh, uh, companies in the world. Lloyds of London. When people who were doing very well lost their money, some of them jumped off buildings, committed suicide because they lost everything from top to down. But when God has given you wisdom, you'll be set securely on high. You'll be, you, you'll be secure. God's hand will secure you and keep you on high. Amen. And you can't go down. When God puts you up, who is taking you down? No one is taking you down. He opens doors no one can close. And closes doors no one can open. Hallelujah. Amen. May you and I be in a, an elevated position. And secure Amen. there. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Wisdom determines your place in ministry. Yes, your place in ministry. Because ministry is also important. Some people are not interested in ministry. They are only interested in money. So many. Now... I'll, I'll be calling you guys. Phoebe, come. Let me ask you something. 
So get ready. You guys will be coming. You might as well get... No, sit down. Sit down. Both of you. And you too. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Okay, so you sit down. Now... Because this family, so it's not, even though they are closed. I don't know whether someone can. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring them. So, it's okay. People are sitting down. Now, it's only Phoebe who get up. Come, please. No, wait. Just wait. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm taking them to a land or a place flowing with milk and honey. A place of blessing. A place where... You just need to take Jesus' burdens and he would give you, yeah, no, you, you take his burdens and he would take your burdens. How many are getting me so far? A place where anything you are looking for, God will give to you. But most of the time, you and I will not know. Most of the time, where God is taking us, we will not know that the path he is trying to choose for us is the place he's taking us. Let me make it, say it again. Many times when God is taking us to a place of blessing, he usually doesn't show us the path. So when he's trying to guide us to that place, many times we fight it because it's usually not the easy path. So God blesses everyone who is in the ministry. God blesses everyone who is doing something for him because if we don't, who will? So when God is calling and says, all of you, let's assume there are a thousand people here, come. Come. But remember that I'm calling them and then I will choose those who accepted the call to take them to the banquet. Does that make sense? So it depends on the people who are called to come because Anyone who comes has been chosen already. But the question is, everyone has been called. Who is going to be chosen? Come! So she comes and she's chosen. And the rest are still there praying. And the one who accepted the call has been chosen for the blessing. That's how it is. Many are called. But few are chosen because few heed to the call. In the same way, ministry. Many people don't respect ministry or respect doing things in church or respect the work of God. I remember there's a guy. <clears throat> in one of the churches, I said, you know what? I would like you to do Bible reading. The guy said, oh, I serve the Lord in my different ways. So I don't do it. I, I have my different ways of serving the Lord. I said, hey. <laughs> I said, thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I serve the Lord in many different ways. I said, wow. Okay. No problem. We can't force anyone. But what I'm saying is that the work of God is leading. Is it, there's a great banquet. There's a feast. There, there, there is a blessing. But many people don't understand it. And it's through wisdom. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. Now think about it. Many people prepare for retirement on earth. Many people prepare, I mean, they, 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 they spend a lot of money on whole life, universal life, variable life, insurance, products. They spend a lot of money. Oh, 
I remember a young man came to me <coughs> selling life insurance products. Very young guy. I mean, he was in his twi 21, 22 at that time. He has over a million dollar policy. He's, he has different life insurance. So he's fortified well. He wasn't even married at that time. And he was spending heavily. So he's doing well now. What about there? You are, you are saving money for 20 years after retirement. What about up? <coughs> so the wise person <coughs> spends money because we all say that it's wise to prepare for the future, for retirement. Anyone who is asked, even young people will know that it's wisdom to prepare for retirement. By retirement, people usually live 20, 25 years. What about preparing? Who is more wiser, the one preparing for here only, or the one preparing for here, but especially for there? Who is wiser? That's what the Bible says. He that winneth souls is wise. So ministry, you do well in ministry when you are wise. It determines your place in ministry. It determines my place in ministry. Because if we know that one day we are going to give an account, 2 Corinthians 5.10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, not for heaven hell, that's the great white throne, but the judgment seat of Christ for the Christians to receive the things done in the body, whether they be good or bad. The Bible talks about the victor's crown. The Bible talks about the crown of righteousness. The Bible talks about different crowns that God will give. Look at, uh, 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 very good, look at the different crowns. Hallelujah. Different, mm -hmm. First Peter 5, 1 and 2. Five, first Peter 5, 1 to 3. Different crowns. I'll just show you one, but there are a number of crowns. The elders which are among you, I exhort who am also an, an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not or by constraint, or by, uh, 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 but willingly, not for filthy liquor, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but ensamples to the flock. Verse 4, thank you. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that feedeth not away. So there are different crowns for different things. Later on, I'll share, maybe one of our meetings, I'll share all the different crowns in the Bible that the Christian can get. There are some just overcoming temptation and trials. You receive a crown. Just fighting the Christian race to the end, there's a crown. So at least every Christian will have one crown, but there are many crowns. The Bible says Jesus has many crowns. So if you want to be close to Jesus and you also have a number <laughs> of crowns, it's not bad. What do you think? But there's a crown for being That's a shepherd. Yeah. So if there are many crowns for ministry, a wise person would also position themselves for the crowns. That's why Jesus said, let no man take your crown. Don't let anyone take your crown. Because in heaven... What matters are the crowns and the brightness. That's why Jesus is the bright and morning star. That's why Jesus, there will be no need for the sun because the glory of God will be the light and the lamp will be the light thereof. There will be no need for the sun because just the, just the light and the brightness of Jesus will be enough for light. Who? The Bible also says that Jesus has many crowns. So it means that in heaven for perpetuity, for eternity, for infinity, forever, 
whatever position we have in heaven is perpetual forever and if on earth we like position and recognition how much more in heaven no matter my recognition on earth i will die and you will die unless christ tarries and we can't we or, or, or we go up with him during the rapture but whatever happens whatever positions we have here not it's not permanent but the positions we have in heaven will be permanent so whatever brightness we have will be permanent so a wise person a wise person would be in the ministry would do the ministry work would do uh, uh, shepherding work would do technical things would do whatever would praise and worship prayer whatever they need to do a wise person will do it that's what the bible says he that winneth souls is wise. Amen. Amen. Second Peter 3.15. I think this will be the last point. Our time is up. And account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation even as our beloved brother Paul also according to the wisdom given unto him hath written unto us. So Peter the apostle authenticated apostle Paul's letters as the gospel or as, the, as scripture. Well, as we keep reading it. So apostle Peter was saying that you know what? We have been given the, the, uh, we have been given the ministry of uh, uh, the ministry to the Jewish people. And we've realized that Paul has been given the ministry to the Gentiles. It's very clear that the, the anointing for the Jews has been given to us. But we can see what God is using Apostle Paul to do. And it's very clear that the anointing for the non-Jews, the Gentiles, is clearly for Apostle Paul. Very, very clear. And then we know that God has given Paul wisdom to write scriptures and some of his things are very hard to understand, but they are also part of the scriptures. So Peter authenticated Apostle Paul's uh, ministry as an apostle and that his writings were scripture. Hallelujah. But you realize that according to the wisdom given unto him. So when you and I are operating in wisdom, you will see that God would give us a strong ministry that would impact lives. And I see your ministry impacting lives in Jesus' name. Paul's wisdom determined his place in ministry. Your wisdom will determine how far you will go in ministry. It is only through wisdom that you and I can build a ministry that will last, outlast us. So ladies and gentlemen, let's use wisdom. That wisdom. That's why the people said, what wisdom is this? They were saying of Jesus, what, what kind of wisdom is this? That such mighty works will be done through him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be wise and enter into the ministry with wisdom. When I say into the ministry, it doesn't mean everyone should go full time. We are just talking about entering into the ministry work. The ministry work. What are the ministry work? Ushering. Sweeping. Shepherding welcoming prayer anything technical anything you can do teaching just be a shepherd the year of the shepherd 
is ending and the questions are people shepherds or people are not and even the people who are shepherds are they enhancing their shepherding skills or they are rather sleeping what are people doing the year of the shepherd are we praying and equipping ourselves for the when the end of the pandemic is, is near or happens so that we can take off our shepherds what are we doing but the bible says that he that winneth souls is wise through wisdom God will establish our ministry. God will establish us. God will bless us. God will give us higher levels in life so that his glory will be seen by all. Shall we stand to our feet? God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And let's speak to the Lord and ask the Lord to give us wisdom. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 5, if any lacks wisdom, if there is any who lacks wisdom, we are not talking about wisdom on earth. As for wisdom, earthly wisdom, you just read and their experience, you, you can get it, but we are not talking about that. Because the Bible says that we are not talking about the wisdom of this world which comes to naught, which comes to zero. We are talking about the wisdom of God which was so wise that the princes of this world the, the principalities of this world did not know it because if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Because if they had known the wisdom of God, they would not have crucified Jesus. They thought they were winning, not knowing they were losing and, just, and they, they were handing over the keys of death and hell to Jesus by godly wisdom. Sometimes godly wisdom looks like you are being defeated, but you are actually going up. You are actually going up. You're actually going up. So let's pray for wisdom, God's wisdom, the godly wisdom, which is from above. Because there's earthly wisdom and there is wisdom from above in James. Wisdom from above. Let's pray for it. Oh, glory to Jesus. Ask God for wisdom. 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 Oh, yes. Wisdom from above. Wisdom from above. Wisdom from above. Oh, yes. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Wisdom. Which is pure, peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial, sincere, peacemakers. Oh, yes. Wisdom. Oh, ask him for wisdom. Yeah. Is there anyone lack wisdom we should ask of you, oh God? You ask the Lord and we lack wisdom. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Your presence is heaven to me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
Your presence is heaven to me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Your presence is heaven to me. One more time. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, your presence is heaven to me. Oh, Father God, we thank you and we pray for wisdom. Your word says if any lacks wisdom, godly wisdom, wisdom from above, if any lacks wisdom, we should ask you, who gives to everyone who asks liberally. You pour, you pour out your wisdom liberally and you do not withhold it. Oh, Father God, your word just says we must ask in faith, nothing doubting. We ask you in faith for wisdom. Pour out your wisdom upon us. Let your wisdom flow into us, oh God. Your wisdom, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. We honor you and we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just before I let you go, if you are watching and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you are not born again, if you know in your heart that you are far away from God, you want your sins forgiven. You, you, you are carrying a heavy load and you want Jesus to save you. You want meaning to life. You want a purpose. You want to turn away from sin and you just want Jesus to save you. Then I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I confess that Jesus is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Father God, we thank you for salvation. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time or you are born again, I want to encourage you to send in your note. Send a note. Send a note. S write a comment. Send a note. God bless you. Father God, we bless you and we thank you for everyone watching. We pray that you keep us. You protect us. You give us wisdom. You deliver us from evil. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he lift Amen. up his countenance upon you and may he give you peace. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. We welcome Amen. Pastor Elam.